Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back online as we enter into February. And I believe that God is already strengthening your heart to deal with whatever is out there. No matter what it looks like, no matter how strange it may seem, you will always win. Hallelujah. Let's worship him that's worthy of praise and glory. Samalande robokuto romasite ribaya. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We bless you today. We praise you for bringing us into... This next month, Hapa Shanta Kapala Prakasataya. Oh, Mandere Storomokura Balabarakashataya. We trust you, Lord. We yield to you. Semora Makabara Kasalabrakanda Labariante. Oh, Mantelebo Sukora Kanabarakazia Takasanta. The one who has seen the end from the beginning. We bless you. Preso Luprakambalanja Brasta Liparakasaya. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. La presolo crudo cuto musoropoto. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise your holy name, praise your holy name, praise your holy name, praise your holy name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. He is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. You are Lord. You are Lord. You have risen from the dead, and you are Lord. Yes, my knee shall bow, and my tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah. Masharabariandarabariandar. Oh, the glory and lifter of our head. Masharabariandar. Oh, the glory and lifter of our head. Labrashamamal marabariandar. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Lemozura mamarabal madabrakazandere. 
Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Rapala Brabalande. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Ibarababariandare bosoro koreande. Oh, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Was and is and is to come. Asharabal Mariande. Oh, la prala mazera mazero kura babariande. Jabalabrande la mora kazante. We worship you, la barakazi baranaya. Le mostore magi barakaza baranda. Menoscobre de brevente le maja barambaya. Worthy, 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 la boroku seberiande. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Glory, 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 Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. 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 We yield to you, Lord. We open our hearts to you, Lord. We call every oak destroyed, every burden removed, every need met in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We speak to those joints. In the name of Jesus, particularly that right knee, in the name of Jesus, be healed, be whole, be sound, be free, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Thank you, Lord, 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 thank you, Lord. 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 We receive your benefit. In the name of Jesus, we receive your benefits right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're worthy. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Father. And that pain that's running down. The leg, the left leg, there were mercy there. Something about the veins. Be healed, be whole, be sound, be free in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, faithful God, we trust you. We trust you, we trust you, we trust you, we trust you. 
faithful God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship you, 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 Lord. Wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, you're faithful. You'll do what you said. We trust you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 We trust you now. We receive your benefits in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 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 Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Let's uh, open up our Bibles to the book of Romans. And um, let's go to the 16th chapter of Romans. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. I read from verse 15. It says, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. Now unto him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. But now is made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations to the obedience of faith to God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever Amen written to the Romans from Corinthus and sent by Phoebe servant of the church at Chantria praise the Lord you can see here that there were certain things mentioned in verse 25 that were kept secret since the world began and here he calls it the mystery and he said according to the revelation of the mystery and uh, there are so many things that are happening on the earth and different messages and teachings are out there also but we must consider that there is a particular instruction given to the church which gives us stability so that has to be um, taken advantage of. We must receive that power to be established from this message that he has put out particularly for the church, which was a mystery, which was hidden, kept secret. But at that point when Paul came, he brought forth that message and um, notice that he called it his gospel according to my gospel, he said. There is so much uh, in these verses here, but there is a message that was hidden, which Paul brought forth, uh, which was a mystery hidden from before 
the world. You know, time began since the world began. Secret was hidden there. And then Paul brought it forth, made it manifest by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God. Notice that God commanded that this should come forth at that time and made known to all nations so that we could put faith in that word. He's the wise God and Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. So there are some things here that have to be understood and it will give you stability, especially now. Amen. Praise God. Let's hear 25 through to 27 of Romans 16 in Canada also. Prakatanayada e marmake anusara andare yesu kristana vishayavadanta nanu saruvanta suvarteganusara nimmanustirapadi suvadake shaktanagiruvata ninda. Anadi in the Guptavagida Marmavu Iga Prakashake Bandu Nityanada Devara Apanea Prakara Pravadigada Grantagada Mulaka Anya General Larige Nambikeimba Videatvavanu Untumaduada Koskara Tilisa Alpatide Jinaniada Ubane Devarige Yesu Kristana Mulaka Endendigu Mahime Untagali Amen Praise the Lord. So there's um, a message that was given to Paul which was for the church, the church age, and it was kept a secret and hidden until the time that Paul came, until this day, which is still the church age. If you read uh, scriptures in the book of Matthew, you know, from the word of God, from Jesus himself speaking, you can see there, for instance, in Matthew 24, uh, they asked him, what is the end uh, and the signs of the end and the time of your coming and all of those things they asked there and then he begins to talk there and wars, rumors of wars, nation rising against nation, famines, pestilences, earthquakes and then he said all these are the beginning of sorrows then it continues along those lines and uh, false prophets and in iniquity shall abound Verse 13 says, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel being preached there. So notice verse 13 says, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So there looks like a, a contradiction which you and I must be cleared off. The church must be free from. That you were saved the minute you believe that Jesus is the Christ, that he rose again from the dead after taking our sin and our curse and everything that hindered us from understanding and calling upon the name of the Lord, that he paid the full price for our sin and every curse and rose again the third day and we were saved by the grace of God, not by any works, not by any uh, diligent effort on our own that we were saved by Jesus and his work and we put faith in his work and in his word and therefore we are saved hallelujah and so this verse about enduring unto the end uh, the same shall be saved does not really consider the church age that is talking about an age where the church has left 
and everything is back with uh, Israel again, and they will be the ones taking the message to the end of the earth. This gospel, verse 14, shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, then shall the end come. So that's a, a different scene there altogether. And uh, by that time, everything will be back with uh, Israel, and their clock would have started, and they will be back under, in quote, the old Roman Empire. Hallelujah. And they will have the responsibility of preaching the gospel and taking it across the world. Hallelujah. But the mystery of the church was given through Paul, which was his gospel. He called it his gospel, calling us already saved. Hallelujah. That was a mystery that you could be saved. It was a big mystery. They couldn't understand it. What? You're saved? You're already saved? You're a new creature? It was a mystery that you could be born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What an amazing uh, thought that even today, because of that uh, blindness to that reality, uh, because people don't see it, they, they cannot imagine that they're actually saved. They're actually presently uh, saved today, born again, new creatures, that old things are passed away, that in the spirit we are just like him, just now, right now, in the spirit, as he is, that all of his life, all of his benefits, all of his nature and realities true on the inside of us. Hallelujah. And that was all a mystery and they could not imagine such things and it was God who kept it secret until that time of the church, Paul's time, till today. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of teaching out there that can destabilize you, but this message, as we read, was uh, given to give stability to the church. Hallelujah. So that you can be sane in the midst of all the craziness that's out there in the midst of all the shaking and the wrong teachings and things like that. We have enough trouble on our hands, you know, uh, but once it starts taking over your mind and affecting your thinking, oh, you can be sure you'll be horrified. Hallelujah, by the things that are happening upon the earth. But this message was given to stabilize us so that we will have stability and strength in our salvation. Praise God. And we should be able to rest in the midst of it all and not just endure to the end and then we would be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. Think about it properly and know that it was a mystery and uh, hidden. Praise God. Let's hear 13 and 14 also in Canada. <laughs> Rajada e Suvarteu Loka Dalella Ella Jananga Gadige Sakshigagi Saral Paduvadu Taruvaya Antebaruvadu. Glory to God. So we must be able to uh, separate these things properly, divide the word of truth, otherwise uh, it will cause destruction for ourselves uh, and um, unnecessary suffering. Isaiah 52 says in verse 7, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that said unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. Notice, this is talking about those who would have been carrying the message 
the Jewish people at that point, but today it's our turn because uh, blindness in part has happened to them till the fullness of the Gentiles comes in or the church comes in. Those kind of realities are for this time. So uh, even though the Jewish people were the first ones to have a revelation of who this almighty God was and they were the ones supposed to uh, unveil these things to the other nations, uh, lo and behold, they got stuck in their law and legalisms uh, thinking they could do it by their own strength and by their own ability instead of pointing to the sacrifice to the Lord Jesus, the Lamb of God as the solution uh, they got stuck there and so um, God moved on with us hallelujah the Gentiles came uh, to bring forth fruit you know, he said I will take this from you and give it to a people who will bring forth fruit hallelujah and so our time uh, is almost over where fruit must come forth from this message of Jesus hallelujah and so we have to begin to consider that after this time after the church leaves the earth then it goes back to them and they will publish upon the hills that God reigns the Lord Jesus reigns hallelujah thank you father thank you father thank you father we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise hallelujah how beautiful upon the hills or the mountains are the feet of them or him that bringeth good tidings that publisheth peace and bringeth good tidings of good that publisheth salvation that says unto Zion thy God reigns it's supposed to be good news this is the original plan of God hallelujah and so after we leave guess what it becomes super hard and those that are going to be saved during that time will have to endure to the very end and then they can be saved so there will be people saved during the time of the tribulation when the 144,000 Jewish witnesses will go out preaching people are going to get saved and um, it's going to be very tough to endure all the way to the end and then some of them are going to come into the particular reign of Jesus called the millennium where Jesus sits on the throne and they will come in there and join us hallelujah isn't that interesting they got saved during the uh, time of the tribulation there will be a lot of work done by the 144,000 witnesses and there will be some amazing stuff that will produce fruit during that time because the Holy Spirit will be on the earth the church would have been taken away but the Holy Spirit would be here and so he's the savior he's the one that draws men to Jesus Christ hallelujah without which none of us could have accepted the Lord hallelujah so um, we're going to see uh, a lot of scriptures like that will not make sense to us directly Hallelujah, which people are preaching hard and strong out there also. And so you could be destabilized and you could be fearful and you could be anxious. And, you know, you may even not be so sure you're saved. <laughs> Praise God. But uh, you can trust the Lord Jesus. He is your Savior. Hallelujah. You did not save yourself. Praise God. Let's hear Isaiah 52. 
ಒಳ್ಳೆಯ ಶುಭ ಸಮಾಚಾರವನ್ನು ತರುವವನ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯನ್ನು ಪ್ರಕಟಿಸುವವನ ಚಿಯೋನಿಗೆ ನಿನ್ನ ದೇವರು ದೊರೆತನ ಮಾಡುತ್ತಾನೆ ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿ ಶುಭ ಸಮಾಚಾರವನ್ನು ತಂದು ಸಮಾಧಾನವನ್ನು ಪ್ರಕಟಿಸಿ ಹೇಳುವಾತನ ಪಾದಗಳು ಪರ್ವತಗಳ ಮೇಲೆ ಎಷ್ಟೋ ಅಂದವಾಗಿವೆ that was the message but then as you have noticed they in part are blind and as a nation they have not accepted the lord even though people among them are saved and all of that true it has actually happened but today we are living in the church age which was a mystery uh hidden from everything else so there are things that are unveiled by the gospels of uh the lord jesus there that are not directly written to the church you know except for some certain things that you will see that covers all of us but some things are specifically for the church and they give us stability and they help us to live through our own age and dispensation hallelujah we need to be able to see that so back in matthew 24 verse 14 and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come so uh, that's talking about another time of end and not our time of rapture that's talking about later on after we have left the gospel is going to be preached to all nations and then comes the close of all that time period but meantime here we are thank god we're saved we are already the temple of the holy spirit another thing that they could not understand that's why paul would make statements like what don't you know that you are the temple of the holy spirit because it was so um amazing and so uh blessed and so hard to actually accept that you are actually the temple of the holy spirit that you are carrying the holy spirit after jesus went back to heaven we became the temple uh, there was no uh, in quote natural temple made with hands that would house him anymore it was us who became his temple his precious house of worship and so worship actually takes place within us it's not because of uh you know praise and worship and all that then we worship but worship is actually supposed to be happening inside us praise god and we are supposed to be just the house of worship and and adoration to the lord and um, that's another thing that people had uh, uh to get revelation on for the church praise god so so many things like that and of course the rapture which was a mystery and therefore you will notice that um Paul had this message and Paul brought forth the message of the rapture of the church which was a mystery and one of these days praise God it's going to be unveiled and we will leave the earth praise God and um, then hallelujah the earth will be shocked to find out that true believers have actually left the earth they were taken away hallelujah amen and uh, this is the best time to get saved and be a part of the great mystery Uh, in the church age and don't waste your time 
Of course, if you like to hang around and get saved during the remaining time, it's going to be very tough. You can get saved, but it will be super tough. And then we will meet you later on in the millennium. Hallelujah. <laughs> I pray that you accept the Lord Jesus right now. This is the time. This is the day of salvation. This is the time of great grace and liberty. This is the good news. Hallelujah. So receive it in Jesus' name. Now back in Matthew 24, you know, there are many factors around that particular time. And one of them in verse 10 is, Many shall be offended and shall betray one another and hate one another. Of course, it's going to be super tough. It's going to be time of tribulation like never before. Jesus said that there will be such tribulation that the earth has never seen before. It's all in this 24th chapter. You know, you can read it yourself. And um, it's not just anything that you've seen. You think this is suffering. <laughs> this is nothing. Praise God. And so in that time, those who would endure to the end would be saved, who would stay with the name of Jesus, trusting the Lord for salvation, they would be saved. But in that time, it says there in verse 10, many shall be offended, betray one another, and shall hate one another. Many false prophets shall rise, deceive many. 12, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax old, I mean wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. So even though we are not at that place right now of uh, extreme hardness and extreme, extreme suffering, offense can be noticed and should be taken care of. You know, and the fact that iniquity can abound, there is a lot of iniquity, more than we have seen before. The love of many can be affected also. So uh, without reaching that particular season and that particular time, we can try to deal with these other things such as offenses and the ability to become hardened and cold and um, tough towards the love of God and God himself. Praise God. Our salvation, our salvation is free and such a blessed thing, but we have to maintain the love of God. We have to keep our hearts uh, diligently so that we can bring forth fruit and we can have something to be excited about when we meet him face to face. Hallelujah. And our life can be a testimony uh, that we are on fire and in love with the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's read verse 10 and also verse 12 uh, as we go. Praise the Lord. You can see all of that is already in manifestation to some degree. You know, hardness, coldness. There's a feeling of uh, disconnection that the system and the world is trying to bring forth. Uh, to keep you away from the fire and the love of God. You can see that uh, it's all right to be in so many other places, but it's not all right to be in church. That's so strange, isn't it? So there is that kind of thing that's developing so that you are offended and hurt and bugged and you are not able to keep your heart properly focused. So in this time of weird happenings and 
things that haven't happened yet before on the earth, we should have stability. We should have a peace. We should have a lifestyle that, you know, people are supposed to look at and say, wow, wow, these people are so strong and so secure and so immovable that they are touched by that. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you know, we can also look at Matthew where he says in the 11th chapter and verse 6, Blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Hallelujah. So there is the fact that you can see people can be offended in him. That's a possibility. You can be uh, actually offended <laughs> and be a believer. That's kind of strange, but it's a reality. And so the blessing is connected to the ones that are not offended. Praise God. And so let's try to be in the number of them that are not offended and being a believer and being in Christ at the same time. Hallelujah. This verse was specifically given concerning John the Baptist because he was in jail and uh, he was suffering uh, because of what he believed and he was trusting Messiah and he was wondering whether what his eyes saw when the Spirit of God came upon the Lord Jesus and he identified him as the Lamb of God, whether it was real or not. You know, these things can happen and you, you know, you were so excited and you were so energized about God and things that were happening in the Word and the Spirit and you were so excited. But then when things became tough, when things became hard, you began to be wondering whether it was true, whether God was all that He said He was. You begin to doubt the Word and then you become bugged and offended also. So these tendencies are there when in quote hardship and tough things come against you and so he sent a message to John the Baptist that the gospel was being preached the signs of the gospel were being seen and then he threw in this small PS there in verse 6 blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me that was important to be uh, maintaining that unoffensive heart unoffensive life in Christ because that's where the blessing would, would be and if the blessing is not there then you begin to open yourself up to things that are out there which is basically the curse and we don't want the curse we don't want the symptoms we don't want the sicknesses we don't want the lies to come into our life and stay there hallelujah we want them out they cannot park around our lives uh, our property our family or anything that concerns us hallelujah so we are going to make sure we are not offended in Christ we must keep ourselves far away from offense because we want to stay blessed hallelujah we want to see the benefit of the blessing let's hear Matthew 11 6 also in Canada glory to God I like the short work that's made there but it's powerful and true that we cannot <laughs> tolerate the, the offense and we have to make uh, an effort to not be offended you can feel the offense planning to rise up and take over but you say no I refuse to be offended I refuse to be hurt I refuse to allow these things to park in my life praise God so we have some work to do particularly now but we are living in the most glorious time the church age hallelujah and so why not just be sure 
that you're saved. Why not just be sure that you're carrying the Holy Spirit, that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that you are God's address on the earth, that His Spirit lives inside you, and you are the bearer of the glad tidings, and you are carrying incorruptible seed on the inside of you, and you are the one that's going to be raptured out of here. Hallelujah. And you are the one that is singing praise to God on the earth right now. Worship and adoration rising up to the throne. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are his temple on the earth, not made with hands. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we have to uh, maintain these thoughts, keep them close to us, uh, meditate, speak them to ourselves uh, again and again so that it becomes real, so that you can actually have what you say. Praise God. Notice here in 1 Thessalonians 4, scripture that will come to mind now, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Hallelujah. Notice that this is written to every one of us, not some of us. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is not the duty of some, but this is for everyone to possess his vessel. The word vessel there means body in sanctification and honor. This is the time to live honorably, to possess Take full control of your body and put it in place. Tell your body what to do and not let your body tell you what to do. Praise God. Every one of us has this obligation to do this thing as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Possess your body. Your body does not want to do uh, what God wants it to do. Basically, your body is just a house that is trying to command things to happen and you are the one in control and we need to possess and completely dominate our body hallelujah possess take full ownership of your body take full ownership of your body praise god hallelujah let's hear first thessalonians 4 4 also in canada Nimali Pratyobanu Pavitrate in the Luganate in the Lutana de Havanu Kapadikolalutiliabeku. So your body's like a little child who said, No, but I don't want to praise him now. No, but I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to meditate now. But we need to know, hallelujah, know how to fully possess that body, how to take control and ownership over that. There's a knowing that has to be received. Hallelujah. So we must be involved in the knowledge of how to put that body where it belongs. Separated unto God. Honoring God. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Let's look at another scripture like that. Uh, I like that word there. It's a you know, very interesting English word. Over there in Luke 21. 34. You know. Uh, King James has certain ways of saying things. Some things are so funny and strange, but some things are interesting. Notice there, Luke 21, 34, take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, that, that word, surfeiting, and drunkenness, and cares of this life, so that day, so that, that day, or so, so that that day it should be so that they come upon you unawares hallelujah so there's a possibility for the heart to be overcharged with surfeiting praise God overcharged 
with surfeiting. And the word overcharge means to become drowsy, drowsy and sleepy with overeating. Surfeiting, there is overeating. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> this is the time of COVID kilos and all of that. There's a lot of eating going on. There's a whole lot of, you know, uh, drowsiness that comes in also. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we need to be able to take, take heed. Hallelujah. So that our hearts, notice that this is not talking about the pumping organ there, but, you know, our deep thoughts and the invisible man, you know, our imaginations can be overloaded, overloaded with all of this, you know, eating and relaxation and all of that stuff, which is all legitimate. There's nothing, in quote, uh, unlawful about it. I mean... What's wrong with eating? What's wrong with, uh, you know, uh, relaxing? Praise God. Drunkenness cares of this life so that they come upon you unawares. But there's a possibility of that kind of masking the season and the time that we live in. Praise God. So that you are not uh, overwhelmed by these things and they now begin to cause you to not see clearly and be aware of this time period in which we live and that we're here to bring forth fruit. Praise God. Let's hear 21 and verse 34 in Canada out of Luke. Hallelujah. Praise God. Very interesting. Back there in uh, the book of Hebrews, we had seen how, you know, the reality of a family atmosphere is seen from the scriptures here that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. And so you are now surrounded by uh, witnesses in the spirit that you can see had similar like precious faith and they're in the heavenly uh, grandstands they are watching us there in Hebrews 11. And today you can be sure that you are being watched and you are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses. Hallelujah. And so let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hallelujah. So there's an obligation upon us, duty upon us, to lay aside every weight, not just blatant sins, but weights. Weights can be defined as things that are legitimate. There's nothing wrong with them, but then they are not necessarily always beneficial. Hallelujah. So there may be things in your life that are very normal and uh, they look legitimate and they are basic and they are normal but then they can also hinder you from running complete and accurate the race that is set before us. Hallelujah. Praise God. We may have to look at that, consider that a little bit. What is lawful in your life? What is legitimate? What's all right in your life but can be an excess, can be a hindrance to the race that we each have to run. Hallelujah. What is the plan for your life that God has given 
And is this thing going to hinder you from accomplishing it? Let's hear Hebrews 12, 1 also in Kannada. Glory to God. So there are things in life that may not be uh, illegal, you know, that's all fine, it's all great, but then uh, it may not be that important to your race. It may not be that powerful concerning the will of God for your life. It may be important in your life, but it may not be important to the will of God in your life. See, those two things are uh, different. Praise God. And uh, God understands that, and so he has given us uh, the ability to know and choose to know how to possess and take full control of our bodies and bring it into the place of honor to God. Hallelujah. Notice here in Galatians, it is written there in the third chapter and uh, further down around verse 23. Let's get there. Similar kind of scripture. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know that just talking about these things itself is a bit of a drag. You can feel the drag because our bodies are not really excited about it. But it has to be, it has to be said because we are living in the most glorious period of the whole earth time. Amen. This is the most awesome time to be on the earth. We are almost ready to go home and we're going to the family which is real in heaven that is also all around us. Praise God. In Galatians 5, not 4, verse 23, you notice it says there, verse 23, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. So there, there's some things that, you know, you cannot charge any law against, such as being meek, being uh, temperate. And we want to focus there on those two, being meek and being temperate. The word temperance means to be uh, in a place of control where you are able to exercise and draw a line so that the legitimate things of life do not dominate you. Hallelujah. Things that are legitimate do not dominate you. You have been able to draw a line and you know these things are real, these things are legitimate, but they will not dominate me. What are some of those things? For instance, nothing wrong with family, but family should not override the things of God in our life. Nothing wrong with money, uh, but money should not override the things of God in our life. Cars, houses, relaxation, hobbies, all of these kind of things are all fine. There's nothing wrong with them, but they should not override the power of God's word and God's plan for our life. Hallelujah. We should be able to draw a line and say, thus far, that's it. And not be overcharged and drowsy and being hardened, not being able to see very clearly uh, where this thing could lead us and cause us to stumble and cause us to be offended about the things of God and the plan of God for our life. This actually has to be all of our duty, not just some of us. Amen? God wants us to be able to know how to possess our bodies completely 
completely, to dominate it and be in control. Hallelujah. Very interesting thought. Let's hear Galatians 5.23 also in Canada. Praise God. So there is a, a wonderful life that you can enjoy and you can have at the same time you are in control. Those things don't control you. Those things don't dominate you and hinder you from the plan and the will of God for your life and my life. Amen. And God wants us to be able to know where to draw the line. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's look at a scripture concerning this. Notice meekness, temperance, they go together. Uh, they all kind of flow in such a way that uh, there's a relationship. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1. And observe there. Uh, Simon Peter, an apostle there, like precious faith, he talks about it. Verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of the Lord Jesus, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life. You know, God wants you to have a life, a full life, more abundant life. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy and he wants to steal from you. And he would like to destroy, eventually kill. You see, he is out like that. Meanwhile, God, on the other hand, wants to give us life. And everything pertaining to life has been given to us in Christ Jesus through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. That's the fourth verse. So God has planned already before time began that you would have all things pertaining to life, that full life, exceeding great precious promises were given to us so that you and I would partake and enjoy the benefits of God's nature on the earth, not having to be ruled by the corruption and lust, uncontrolled desires that are in the world right now. Hallelujah. We don't have to be under that. We can be dominant. We can rule. We can dominate over these things. And that is the plan of God. Hallelujah. So we need to be able to notice that these things are for us already. And it's the devil who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Praise God. And uh, we have to desire these things that are promised to us yes and we will obtain them yes but they should never dominate us and become the factor that controls us but we should be in control okay so i have cars or houses or whatever but that should not dominate whether i can go and listen to the word of god or not hallelujah Yes, I am a member of this club and that club, but that should not dominate whether I go to church on Sunday or not. Hallelujah. I have all of this business, but that should not dominate whether I should go and tune in and listen to God and pray and study the Word. That should not dominate our life. Praise God. See, then it becomes an offense and a hindrance and can cause trouble for us. Notice that. So verse 5 talks about beside this giving all diligence. See, the previous instruction of God's heart to give us life 
full life, abundant life, and enjoy his nature and have all things through precious promises. Notice the instruction continues, verse 5. Now you add all of these on top. He says, giving all diligence. Giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. To knowledge temperance. Temperance, patience. Patience, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, love. If these things be in you and abound, notice you may say, I already have them, but you can abound. Abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Fruit will come forth. But he that lacks these things, he says, it continues there, he has a problem of uh, not enjoying a full entrance. Verse 11 says, So an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, we want to have that abundant entrance. So we don't want anything to hinder us from that abundant entrance, that great celebration and entrance into the everlasting kingdom. Praise God. The kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's where we're going. The one that we made our Lord, that we called him Lord, the one who saved us. We're going to meet him. Hallelujah. So we want to give all diligence, he says, to make that calling and election sure. We want to give all diligence and add these various things to the precious promises. Hallelujah. You know, we can come for the reason of health. We can come for the reason of finances. And then when we get any of these benefits, we can decide to slowly chill out and back off from our zeal and our fire for God. Once we have obtained what we came for, our targets, we think we have achieved, we have arrived, we may not be so uh, hot for God and love, for God may diminish and offenses can rise easily because now we feel we are so great, we've achieved, we've arrived and uh, our time is very precious, more precious than it was before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where does all this come from? It comes from a system out there that has found its way into our body and is there in the fallen nature, the flesh nature. And it happens to be the material of the walls of the temple where God lives in our spirit man. Hallelujah. So for the walls to demand, they must have certain authority they must have their time. They must have more importance than the things of the spirit inside. That's not right. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. A lot to think about. But notice here as we were reading, uh, we had to add to these precious promises certain qualities. You know, add to your faith virtue or excellence. This is the excellent way. This is the place where you get an excellent report. Hallelujah. You add that excellent thinking. I, I don't just want to have this and that, but I want it in excellence. Hallelujah. Where the, the virtue of God is seen in what I have, in what I have received. Praise God. He says knowledge. He says knowledge. To virtue add knowledge. That's what we're trying to do. 
but knowledge has a problem. Knowledge can cause us to be puffed up. You can say, well, I know everything. I know this, I know that. Whatever you're going to preach, I know that too. See, that's why after knowledge comes temperance or self-control. Hallelujah, self-control. There's a tendency to think that uh, I, I'm not like you poor fellows, ignorant guys who think we have to endure to the end and then be saved. I'm already saved. <laughs> I'm already blessed. <laughs> Look at you poor fellow. You are struggling to be saved, struggling to the end. You can become so conceited because of your knowledge. That's also a possibility. Praise God. First Corinthians tells us over there, it's very interesting that these things are written in the 8th chapter. Notice here, he says in verse 1, he says, now touching things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. You know, these people knew some things about the reality of the true God. And he said, knowledge puffeth up or puffs up, but charity edifies. Love will build people up. If you begin to see that it's a family that you're dealing with and you don't want to hinder others, you don't want them to fall, you don't want them to, to fail in the race that they've been set for, you know, even though you can eat this and drink that and the other, you don't use that liberty to be a stumbling block to others. You are thinking about them, that if they go into that life of too much and excess, they may fall and fail and get so busy with that that they forget about their priorities. So you want to pray for them. You want to live in that place where you encourage them. See, I have this, I have that. You can have all these things, but let those things not have you. And you can be knowing this and that, and you know every message, and you've gone to Bible school, and you were sharing the Word of God, and you were doing all these things, but then you became so uppity about your knowledge, and now, you know, you look down on others. No, that's not it. Praise God. Hallelujah. We need to maintain that control over those attitudes that rise up from the flesh. You and I know that the flesh is contrary to the spirit. And therefore, it has to be from the enemy that it was inserted into the flesh nature through the fall of Adam. That, that thinking that is contrary to the spirit of God. And that we need to be able to draw the line and say, no, you can't cross over. This is where you stop. And so when we begin to feel these impulses, we need to sit down, meditate, and put the body in the control of the word of God. Hallelujah. We may need to do that more in these days because of all these attitudes that are out there. Hallelujah. See, the right attitude is verse 13. Wherefore, if, my, if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. See, the right attitude there. I can eat this. I, these things are all, you know, they're not illegal. They're not illegitimate. But if this that I'm enjoying so much makes my brother to get messed up, I'd rather him do well and I not partake of these things. So it's not, it's not any other attitude. It is the family. And you are here for them, to promote them, to bless them. And not just satisfy your own emotional uh, 
you know, little thingies that you have and be so involved emotionally with so many other things that you forget the main thing. Hallelujah. So nothing wrong with those things out there. They're, they're legitimate, but then they can cause us to be uh, sidetracked and to be hindered from the race that is set before us. It's not a sin. Of course, the blatant sins you have to deal with, but we run with patience the race that is set before us, having dealt with weights also. The weights are the main problem, I would say, for a believer that's already in the Lord for some time. He's beginning to see the profit of the Word of God, where the Bible says, by wisdom you have more profit, more uh, benefit you know, than many other things out there. He's beginning to see profit. Things are beginning to happen. He's seeing the, the benefits are, you know, accruing in his life. But then, because of the enjoyments that come, the benefit has enjoyments. They are now sidetracking the person from the race that is set before them. And then it affects our entrance into that everlasting kingdom. And then what's the point of it all? Hallelujah. So we who are aware and are more conscious of this, we make it a desire to pray and be concerned for our brethren. Hallelujah. In the meantime, we're being watched by the family in heaven who have tasted and are living in that place. And even if you beg them, they won't come down here. There's nothing compared down here to that eternal realm and glorious realm where there is unapproachable light hallelujah dwelling in unapproachable light ha 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 glory to god glory to god so let's hear first uh, corinthians 8 verse 1 and then we'll read in peter and then come back to first corinthians 8 migrahagalige samarpane maduvavu gala vishayadalli nammellarigu jnana vide endu naavu ballevu jnanavu ubbikolluttade aadare prithiyu bhakti vruddiyannu untu madu attade Look at Second Peter now again, the first chapter, and we hear in Canada. Let's read there the fifth verse, and then the sixth verse also. Ikarana dindale niu purna jagrate inda nimagiruva nambikege sadguna vannu sadguna ke jnana vannu jnana ke dhameyanu dhamege tarmeyanu tarmege bhaktiyanu. And then maybe we can hear verse eleven also in Canada. Namma kartanu rakshakanu agiruva yesu kristana nitya rajyadalli praveshisuva hage nimage dharalavagi anugrahisal paduvadu. Glory to God. Amazing. So back there now in the word in Corinthians chapter 8, we can hear also in Kannada the last verse that we read, which is verse 13. So this person is not just bothered about himself. He can eat. Nothing wrong with the meat he's talking about. He says, I can eat. He has enjoyed knowledge and that knowledge has made him free. He can eat freely. He can do things freely. Things that were legalistically uh, applied to them you know, by the world and the systems of religion. He understood, he got the knowledge of the truth, 
and he's released from them. So he has been doing the things of the word. He's been moving along with the Lord. He's in the Christ. He's enjoying the church benefits, etc. And now he's beginning to partake of those enjoyable things which are legal. They're not illegitimate. They're not illegal. But now he's looking at the brothers and saying, uh, if this is going to hinder my brother, because they sometimes the brothers come to church and they look who came. Oh, they didn't come. Why should I come? <laughs> They're too busy for church. Oh, church is not that important. Who, who needs to be here? You know, there's no need to be here. All those kind of thoughts. Amen. This is just for the puns, the low guys, to go and sit there every Sunday and just be there every time it's open. It's just for the low guys. The guys that are important, they don't really come to church. They just come when they feel like. Because they have the blessing. They are blessed. They are so blessed. Ooh, they're blessed, you know, like that. So this is what, you know, God is talking about. The word is talking about. It's not really just, uh, you know, some idea, but it's the truth of the word of God. It's God's word that we should be able to draw the line between these legitimate things coming over and trying to dominate our life in God, our purpose in God, our plan in God. And because of that love for the family of God and the brethren, we think about them. And we know that if I live like this, I'm free actually, but if it makes them fail and fall, and they begin to look around, because I can sometimes see people who are doing better, they don't show up. But those who need desperately, they come. They come. They come. Hallelujah. It's wrong. You know, it's not the right kind of thinking. That's flesh. That's the world. That's, that's the lie that's being sold to the body of Christ. And this is the time that we should be careful about such things because we're going to meet Jesus soon. Hallelujah. God help us all. God help us all in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, as we were reading in Peter, you know, you noticed there, there was temperance. You know, instead of being puffed up, we need to be under the meekness of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to 1 Timothy, the third chapter. Notice there, the sixth verse, it says, not a novice, talking about people who are going to be put into uh, care to rule the church. You see, verse 5 is talking about the rulership of the church. I know a man must know, uh, if he doesn't know how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God, etc. Then he continues, not a novice, not a novice or a new believer, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without or outside, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Notice, one is condemnation of the devil, the other is the snare or trap of the devil. All of these things are very devil-related. So we don't want to cause the trap or the operation of the devil to come near us. And pride is key to that. And so sometimes through knowledge of the word of God, I've gone for the classes, I understood the scripture, and I've even gone to Bible school, and whatever is being preached from there, I know it already. Guess what? 
Revelation is the same Bible, is the same message, hallelujah. But God is going to continue saying the same thing because it comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and separating us unto himself, sanctifying us because all of us have to deal with these bodies, you see, that want to do whatever they want to do and we are in these bodies. Those bodies are not yet saved or redeemed they are giving us trouble and we need to put them under control until the day they are redeemed when Jesus comes back for us. Otherwise, it may trip us up and cause us to offend and not just us but others who know us, who are in the body of Christ. If one member be hurt, all the body suffers. You may think you're on your own but I'm sorry to say to bust our bubble, we're not alone in this thing. There's a family watching us, there's a family down here, and it's not just you and your little us for no more. Hallelujah. These are true things and we need to consider them. We don't want to open up our lives to being trapped and condemned and being a reproach. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear First Timothy 3, 6 and 7. Avanu Hosabanagira Baradu, Antavanadare Ubikundu Saitanana Shiksha Vidige Vadagaguvanu. Idalade Avanu Nindege Guri Yagadanteu Saitanana Urlige Sikkibila Danteu Horagina Varinda Vulesakshi and Nuhundidavanagira Takadu. So you can see that pride is a result of immaturity. If you think you're so great and you can't be a servant, it is immature. You are just new. You don't you haven't grown. You are not supposed to carry any office actually in the church. That's the truth. But what happens in churches is when they see somebody receiving benefits and they are in quote doing well, they immediately put some job on them, give them some place in the church. And they become very special. And everybody is looking for them. But you see, it's the opposite. Once they have matured beyond certain realms and are becoming service-oriented, not just thinking about themselves, that is when they are given place in the church. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have made mistakes. All of us have made mistakes. Some of us in ministry have made mistakes, putting others in such places. And you can see, you know, it's a suffering. And all of us suffer. And it stays in your memory also, in the banks of your memory, and still causes suffering. So, you know, it's tough. And, you know, we have to deal with all of this. So, praise God. Let's be sure that we are not lifted up in pride. That we maintain meekness and temperance. Meekness and temperance. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Very interesting thoughts there. Glory to God. Are you out there today? Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, and then we will read these verses in Canada. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and let's read verse 12. First of all, then we'll come back. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. I will not be brought under the power of any. Hallelujah. You know, people in the world have self-control also. It's not just the prerogative of the believer. If people in the world 
can, I remember a relative of mine saying, when I feel like eating one more spoon of rice, I stop. You know, this, this man was not a believer. He was some kind of religious person, but he knew that uh, <laughs> he had to deal with that. He was an older person. He said, when I feel like eating one more spoon, that's when I stop. 13 continues, meats for the belly, belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Notice that, the body is for the Lord. Food and all that is, is going to be actually transient. You're going to dump it there if you go early. It's going to be called the body. You know, I've done a few funerals in my time, and I notice that immediately it becomes the body, not the person anymore. They don't say, where is brother so-and-so? They say, where did you keep the body? The real you is the spirit man, and it was in your spirit that the Holy Spirit indwelt. And then he was encased in the body, and so that body is supposed to honor the Lord as the actual residence of the Lord. If anybody wants to meet Almighty God, they should just meet you. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. What a responsibility. So they are looking at you to say, so this is how the Lord is. See, in the King James, uh, you know, sometimes you may read verses and get off, but the point is, wherever you read it, the Bible says you are Christ. You are Christ. You are his body. You are the anointed one on the earth. That what uh, communion does light have with darkness and Christ with Belial? That righteousness and unrighteousness. That's not, you know, the main verse we are reading today. But notice that you are that Christ body on the earth. And you and I have this privilege of showing him to the world. And people actually read our life more than they read our words. Hallelujah. Even in the church, they say blah, blah, blah. After all that, they look at you and see Mm, what did you do? Where did you go? Etc. They want to know, uh, you know, your schedule and where you went. And did you post it online? Did you show them what you were eating and the, the fun you were having? All that is legitimate. And they say, oh, having fun. Nice, nice. Praise God. You understand what I'm saying? So all these things are transient. They're important. They are not illegal, but they are not eternal. Weighing that is where we have to be careful. Which one is illegal? Which one is legal? Which one is eternal? Amen? God help us all. God help us all. This is for all of us. Amen? Not just for a few. Praise God. Let's see if we can read uh, 1 Corinthians 6.12 also in Canada. Glory to God. So our problem, you know, should not just be sin. Okay, I'm free. I don't do that anymore. It should be with the legitimate things, the legal stuff. Uh, that's what we should be concerned about. Does that thing dominate us? Or do we dominate that? Do we draw a line and say, yes, all that is good, but that's where you stop. Amen? That place is not very easy, especially in this time. 
especially now where it looks illegal to get involved and be totally fired up about church. It looks like we are the illegals. We are the guys who are not supposed to say anything. We're not supposed to gather. We're not supposed to be around even. We're supposed to be locked up somewhere. In that atmosphere where we are right now, to be able to draw a line and say, I'm not going to just indulge myself in these benefits, in these legal things, but I'm drawing a line here because I need to stay focused. I need to run my race. I need to finish my course. I need to go home with joy. I need to count my life not that great compared to the will of God. It's not easy. You and I know that. <laughs> Oh, God help us, God help us, God. So I'm not talking from a high place of so-called looking down at everybody. No, I'm simply reading the word of God and trying to share what I believe the spirit of God is telling us. Hallelujah. You see, uh, all of us have to learn how to possess these bodies, how to dominate these bodies. All of us have a challenge in that area. Praise God. Ha, ha, ha. Meats for the belly, the belly for meats. But all of that will pass away. Let's go to 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter. Observe there. Verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times. So, can we look at it for our season? Yes. The latter times, some shall depart from the faith. You know, there are people who are saying... Unless a great falling away takes place, Jesus is not going to come. They're using that kind of thinking. Meanwhile, the original Bible mystery-based thinking is that there will be few, there will be some that shall depart from the faith. Speaking of actual believers, real people who were committed to God, who were living in the benefits of the word of God they actually are going to depart from the faith they will be giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils in other words they will be talked out of and convinced out of that straight path by teachings doctrines and so we need to be careful that we are speaking exactly what God wants to, to be heard. Verse 2 says, Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. So the conscience can be you know, moved from a standard of the word of God here and there. It's all right. It's okay. That's okay too. Finally you get up and say, everything's okay. So we need to park on the truth and not be uh, hypocritical. Oh, I see this is where the action is. It's in the holding of it. We'll deal with it. <laughs> Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with the hot iron. Hallelujah. Forbidding to marry. Commanding to abstain from meats. See, that's the next level there where you now say you can't do this, you can't eat that. Nothing wrong with marriage, but if you're thinking about yourself alone, don't get married. Nothing wrong with foods, but if you're thinking that you just God yourself constantly, that's not it either. 
Hallelujah. God created it to be received with thanksgiving, marriage and food. Hallelujah. Amen. But if all you're thinking about is how to just be surfeiting and being overcharged with drowsiness, then we have a problem. Jesus said that. And the Holy Ghost is saying it through Paul. Every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it's received with thanksgiving. It's sanctified by the word of God and prayer. He said, if you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, you shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. So this kind of nourishment in the word of God and in the truth will sanctify us, set us apart, honorable unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now you don't even have to come to church. You can just sit in some box somewhere and do whatever you want. And you don't even have to bother about the messages till you feel like watching or listening. Well, how convenient is that? You can be engaged in more beneficial things, more enjoyable things than ever before. Tell me, isn't it the best time to be on the planet? Not even church has to be attended. Those standards don't have to be met anymore. You can just lay low, be whatever you want to be, and you're going to heaven. No, but we can't think like that. Hallelujah. We need to remember, it's a family. Knowledge can puff you up. But when you start thinking about others and family, it will humble you and you will think about serving them and living for them. That kind of is a heavy demand, isn't it? Let's see what we can read. 1 Timothy 4, verse 1, all the way to uh, 5. ಕಪಟದಲ್ಲಿ Devara Vakya Dindalu Pratane Indalu Adu Pavitra Vagutadala. Praise God. Hallelujah. King James says that in verse six, notice there he says Remembrance. If you put the brethren in remembrance of these things, you shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ. It's all about remembrance, isn't it? What do you remember? It's important to remember certain things. Amplified says in verse 6, if you lay all these instructions before the brethren you'll be a worthy steward and a good minister of Christ Jesus. Ever nourishing your own self on the truths of the faith and of the good Christian instruction which you have closely followed. Praise God. You know, the chief minister is the chief servant. How many of you know that the meaning of minister is servant? 
<laughs> and therefore, Indian administrative service means how to be a servant in administering. Hallelujah. It can also be Indian Adukala service. But we are here not just for ourselves. Amen. We are here to nourish and minister to the body of Christ, to Christ, his people. We are to consider one another and see how we can edify and be a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's hear 1 Timothy 4 6 also in Canada as we proceed. Praise God. Now, let's look at it from God's viewpoint. God knows everything so clearly. We see darkly, we don't see so clearly. The one who sees clearly, who is called the truth, who tells you the absolute truth about it, how does he see these things? All right, let's take a small trip and observe from First Chronicles 31, for instance, a few verses that are going to show us how it's going to be in the next season called the millennium. Uh, you know, the earth is going to be perfect. Everything is going to be super prosperous. Everything is going to be wonderful. There's no curse on the earth. So there are scriptures in the Bible that talk about that, which you can also use for yourself because you have a pre-taste, a foretaste of that divine heavenly kingdom inside you. Praise God. First Chronicles 16.31 says, Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice and let men say among the nations, The Lord reigns. This is the time when Jesus is going to be sitting on the throne and actually reigning. The heavens will be glad, the earth will rejoice. Now when you say Jesus is Lord, they are not excited. But that time, there's going to be like, woo! everything is going to be on that level. Let the sea roar, verse 32, the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice, all that is therein. The fields will be excited. The earth itself will be happy. You know, the earth is now in suffering. It's, uh, it's going through the earthquakes. It's going through every kind of thing that's saying, I had enough. I'm tired of this fallen existence. I want the new. I want Jesus to be Lord. That's coming. And then they'll be all excited. The seas and the mountains and the fields. Everything will be excited. Whoa. Hallelujah. Another verse like that. Isaiah 65. Can you imagine a place that's going to be like that? Yes, it's almost like a fairy tale, but it's coming. Hallelujah. Amen. There shall be, Isaiah 65, 20, There shall be no more hence an infant of days, nor an old man that has not filled his days. For the child shall die an hundred years old. The sinner being an hundred years old shall be accursed. Praise God. Very interesting thought. You may wonder about that verse. But he's not saying that children will die at 100. It just means that at 100, you could say the child is growing. <laughs> because people will be living at the length of 1,000 years, 900 years, all of those things way back you saw in the beginning of the Bible, how people would live long. All that is coming back. 
People are going to have prosperity. The earth is going to be so blessed and so prosperous. People will live. The curse will not be there. People are going to enjoy living like that. Hallelujah. Woo! We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Glory, glory. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. That's the, the, the next verse, the 21st verse. We'll see about it all. Let's go to Habakkuk also. Habakkuk chapter 2. A few verses is sprinkling here and there. 2 and notice verse 14. He says, The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the seas. The knowledge of God will be given to everybody. The glory of God will be all over the place. <laughs> Perfect prosperity perfect soundness everything will be lovely and wonderful but guess what during that time there will be people who don't have glorified bodies like we will have there will be people on the earth who came through the tribulation and came in they got saved eventually and there are people who will be born from those people also because there's so many years uh, and they will also be born on the earth during that time and they will be there and they won't have glorified bodies like us and the Old Testament saints we will have these special bodies with Jesus that we don't need to eat but we eat we don't need to uh, breathe but we breathe just for the sake of enjoying the smell of that flower <laughs> the earth will be there but in a glorious form without a curse but it will be just the earth itself and people will be prospering people will be living you know enjoying life to the next level praise God and you and I will have these glorious bodies and we will just go to the throne uh, we will go to heaven we will be flying around the universe swimming with fishes flying with birds at the same time we will be enjoying rulership positions with Jesus and decorations and ranks based on what we did in the name of Jesus according to the will of God hallelujah think about all that into that setting praise God bring in guys people who have normal bodies enjoying Jesus sitting on the throne they see him in Jerusalem you know people come to Jerusalem and meet Jesus once a year from all over the world they see him and guess what after enjoying prosperity, after enjoying such wealth, such abundance, such perfect rulership, <laughs> they've multiplied, they've grown, all of that. The Bible says at the end, Satan will be loosed again for a little time and he will come and do his stuff, which is deception. And guess what? He'll be able to gather people to himself as many as the sand on the seashore there will be so many people who will say I enjoyed everything but I don't want him to be my Lord I enjoyed everything but I don't want him to be my Lord see enjoying of things is not going to promote the Lordship of Jesus just because you have perfect prosperity doesn't mean that you're going to choose Jesus as your Lord you don't what do you want? You have everything. Everything is there. Everything is lovely. You don't need another kind of government. You don't need anything else. But guess what? They preferred not. They preferred not. 
to accept him as their Lord. Isn't that interesting? Oof, I find that to be an amazing thing, but it is the proof. The God who knows the truth, he knows. It's not your prosperity that will bring you to me. It is not the answer to the prayer that's going to actually settle your lordship factors. It's not because you got every blessing. That's not the reason why. The reason is love. Do you love Jesus? Do you want him so close? Do you treasure him like that? Will you just obey everything because he's Jesus? Because he loves you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hmm. Oh, we give you thanks. 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 Turn with me to Revelation 20. Glory to God. Notice verse 8. And he shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. Verse 7 says, When the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Hmm. Wow. Very interesting. So this, this is amazing. I find it to be amazing. But if you look at it properly, it's possible. You can have everything, cars, houses. You know, you have your own jacuzzi bathtubs. You have um, all the stuff that everybody wants. Everybody's running after you have it all. And then you just say, I got it all, you know. Uh, I really don't need to be that close to Jesus. I see it. It happens. You know, I've been doing this for a few years, at least more than 20 years. And I've seen that to stay hooked up and connected with the same zeal, it takes effort. It takes work. It takes studying the word, keeping your heart, uh, being controlled by the word and the spirit rather than emotions and all of these other things. They can just be excesses even though they are not illegal. They can dominate us, and we need to know when to draw the line. Let's see if we can read Revelation 20, verse uh, 7 and 8 first in Canada. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's also read from First um, Chronicles sixteen thirty one and thirty two in Canada also. Akasha Galu Santoshi Sali, Bumiu Ullasa Padali, Kartanu Alutan Endu Jananga Galali Hedali, Samudravu Adara Paripurnatavu Goshi Sali, Holagalu Avugadali Ruva Samastavu Utsaha Padali. And then maybe Habakkuk 2.14 for now. Nirugalu samudravannu muchuva prakara bhoomiyu kartana mahimeya tiluvalike inda tumbiru vadu. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So in the atmosphere of all of that blessedness, the fields and the trees, the Bible says they will clap their hands. Amazing. 
the earth is going to be singing for their king, for Jesus, the whole earth. And there will be people there watching all of this blessedness and prosperity and health and life with normal bodies, not like our glorious bodies. We are, thank God for us. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, thank God for the church. And they will see all these ordinary people will enjoy all of that. And when it comes to choosing whether you want Jesus as your Lord, they will actually refuse Jesus and join Satan. Many of them. I was shocked by that. Many of them. Thank God in the new covenant it says, some shall depart from the faith. Giving heed to lying doctrines having their conscience standards shifting. We should stay in the standard. Hallelujah. In the truth. Amen. God will help us all. Praise the Lord. Let's worship him who is worthy. Worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Mambra la brava vava vava vaya. Gresto bresso bresto bel megende greste. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Le protoko te prese pete kete kele bokosoto. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the reality that we are your temple carrying you now. Holy one. Shomora mangra libele crescentea. Help us to meditate on these things. Help us to maintain the heart of purity and love. To remember that we are a family. That we must have pure intentions. That even though there are enjoyable things out there which are not illegal. We want to make sure we have the eternal. We have the race that is set before us in our focus constantly Lord. On a daily basis. Thank you, thank you, thank you for prayers. Thank you for, for the word. Thank you for the ability of the one who is at the right hand of the Father. Praying for us, praying for us, interceding for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our prayer for the church. Our prayer for your people. That we will be kept in the center of the will of God. That we will stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Rapasekele de porokoso. In Jesus' name, we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I know it is a little sobering, but it's the word and the truth. God will help us. Amen. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, team. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. It's coming. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Running over. In Jesus' name. Amen.